1: For listening to the Ron and Don Show, please hit subscribe.
0: Hey, you guys! What's going on? Welcome to the Ron and Don Show on the Ron and Don Radio Network, and heck yeah, we are live
1: from the Les Schwab Studio. What is up, Ron and Don Nation?
0: Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about low-effort meals. Do you ever just get so tired? that you make a really low effort meal. I read about this on Buzzfeed. They threw out this question and then people answered and they talk about the things that they make and actually eat and enjoy when no one else is looking and it usually takes about less than a minute to prepare these things. I have a couple uh, low effort meals that I throw together every once in a while. I wonder if Ron does too Uh, and I wonder if he'll share that with us. Uh, Also. On the Rod and Don show, when it comes to health, that's some very good news. They've ranked all the states right now about life expectancy because of your health and your habits, and you're not going to believe where Washington State ranks. We'll talk about it. Before we talk about that, though, hey, let's talk about this. Uh, Ron was just telling me something off air that I thought was really cool. That involves Nirvana, and it also involves, is it? Chris Novoselic, who used to fill in for the Ron and Don show with uh, one of our friends from Guns N' Roses, right?
1: Well, yeah, with Duff McKagan and, and Chris used to fill in for us on the show. That was and I remember I always remember Chris going, Man, people don't want to hear my Nirvana stories like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do, Chris. <laughs> when ron reagan had a show he's like they don't want to hear a story about me and my dad i'm like no that's that's what they want to hear hear, uh so if you're uh, uh if you lived in seattle during the grunge era like don and i did and you're a fan of those of the bands really the big four or five for me so it's pearl jam nirvana Soundgarden, uh and then you could throw in the screaming trees or you could throw whatever, Brad, Satchel, like whatever the other bands are. Allison Chains, of course, one of the big ones. Um, uh, if, if that was a big era for you, there's this brand new interview that's out. And it's really, I, I found it to be really interesting. It's a YouTube channel. The guy's name who has the channel is Rick Beato. And he was just up here doing a live version of his podcast. And he got together with Chris Novoselic. I believe it's Nova Selich. I always said Nova Selic, but Nova Selich. Is it Nova Selich? I believe it's Nova Selich. Yeah. And Kim Thayall of Soundgarden. But how do you
0: say Massachusetts? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, so you might, you, you're, you, you might be wrong. <laughs> I might wrong be saying it wrong. Those.
1: And then, and I, I apologize off the top of my head. I do not hey, remember. Hang on real quick.
0: Hey, Baba. Uh, pizza will be here in four minutes. So you can answer the door, okay? Yeah. If the guy looks scary, just let uh, Charlie the dog take him on. Okay. Yeah. These 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 doodles. You, you know how mean they can be. And
1: so and the, there's a third guy there. Do you like some pizza? Maybe. All right. The third guy. there, It might be Mark Arm. I don't remember the third the third person in the room because yeah. he didn't do a lot of talking. But anyways, um, just go to the YouTube's search for Rick Beato and and this this interview will come up. And so what they do is he the interesting thing that he does. Is he has Rick has his laptop set up chronologically. So you're going through the years with both of these bands. And so he's like, okay, let's, you know, let's start in the 80s. And so Kim is talking about. So him and uh, he used to live with a guy named Hero and 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 uh and they also live with Chris Cornell. And I didn't know this. The original iteration of SoundGarden is Chris Cornell was the drummer. And he was a line cook out at Ray's Boathouse.
0: Chris Cornell was a drummer?
1: Chris Cornell was the drummer. For who? Soundgarden. Oh, I didn't so know. So Chris Cornell was the drummer for Soundgarden. Wow. Hero was the bass player wow. and H I R O. And so they used to create these drum and bass parts. And Chris Cornell liked odd time signatures. So he liked stuff in 5 5 4 and 7 7 4 and all these different time signatures. And um, so they lived together in this house and then Kim Thale would come over and they would, they would just jam. And so they talk about when you get Nova Selich and Kim Thale together, they all, they were genuine friends and they're still friends to this day. So they start, once they get going into the interview, it's like, oh yeah, and you remember... You know, Chris would be at Ray's Boathouse. And so he would he would steal stuff from Ray's and bring it back to the house. And, and then Chris would jump. He's like, oh, yeah. So like we would come in there and we'd have a party because you guys lived above an insurance company. And so we would be hanging out there. And then when the insurance guy would shut the shop up at 5 o'clock, we would come in the back door with stuff that we stole from Ray's Boathouse. And then we'd get some beers. So they're, they're talking about all these things. Uh, and then there, so then Rick would have the song. You're like, okay, so in 1988, you guys recorded this. And so he hits <laughs> play, and you can see Chris like immediately is back. In that moment, and he starts air basing along with the song, and then Kim was like, "Oh man, when we heard that tape, we were here." And I remember rewinding it, and so they're going through this memory lane. And so then he talks about, "Okay, so Soundgarden did this first, and then it's like, okay, and then meanwhile, Nirvana, you guys are in Tacoma, and you did this." Yeah, and so then they're all three of them are reacting and going through the timeline and then it's like, okay. And then you guys released this album and what happened? So it, if, if you're a fan of Seattle music and you were around in that era, this was, it was super fun to listen to Yeah, because they're, they're talking about it. And, and so when Nirvana or when Soundgarden got signed um, it, there's a really funny section to this interview that Kim is with their A&R guy in, in Los Angeles. And he's like, you guys gotta check out our boys nirvana like like please and then he like tried to give them their tape and and the a and r guys who in la were into you know they're signing skid row and uh guns and roses and warrant and all of those bands and so kim gives them the nirvana tape and they're kind of like yeah, it's like I don't like, get it. And wow! Like, and, they wiped, are,
0: and they ended up wiping out all those. Oh names. yeah, they're like they're kind of
1: yeah. crunchy and like wow. they don't like their hair's not very big and like what? Wow. Uh, who's the tall goofy guy? And like what? <laughs> is, what? Is, what is this? And so Kim's like, no, dude, you gotta listen to the songs. They really is like. Yeah, I think we're gonna pat like we kind of got our Seattle band, like you're our Seattle yeah. band. So they like they sort of like patted him on the shoulder and like, Let, let's see how you guys do, and then maybe we'll circle back to these other guys. So it was it's really and then when you listen to the story of how Nirvana actually got signed, like they they did we i this reminded me of us in radio where it's like the A and R guys like, Are you guys gonna be anywhere near LA in, in a couple days? And Chris and they didn't have their drummer yet. Kristen and Kurt were like, of course, like we're we're actually going to be in L.A. Yeah, and then so they're like, dude, we got to get to L.A. So they they took a van, slept on the side of the road, and drove twenty hours straight to be in L.A. To happen to be in L.A. You you know what? If you
0: read the book Storyteller, Dave Grohl, and then listen to it because he narrates it, and then you'll hear music. Uh, And of course, he was the drummer for Nirvana. Nirvana did have drum, a drummer. In fact, they had six different drummers. And I really believe this. I think without Dave Grohl, I, I don't think Nirvana becomes Nirvana.
1: I agree. Because, and, and, and Chris agrees.
0: Because he was traveling around the country with Scream. And, and Dave Grohl will never say that. And it's interesting, when you talk to Chris and you talk to Dave, they say the powerful thing about uh, in, in, in the way that they created music is those guys didn't, didn't write any of it. They, they, they just didn't. Dave Grohl was back there, as we know now, creating some music that he ended up, because a lot of times when the lead singer uh, didn't show up and he's sitting in a studio, and they had all this equipment and studio time, that's where really kind of the Foo fire Rick, started. Rick
1: goes into this, though, in great detail. Does he? And he's like, did Kurt just show up with the song and say, hey, guys, here's the song? Yeah. And, and Chris was like, no, that is not how it happened. It, Soundgarden did. Chris, uh, Chris Cornell would come in with a fully produced demo and he would say he wouldn't tell them whether he liked the song or not but he would go what do you guys think of this and he would hit play and it would all the parts were there because chris was a great drummer so he played drums he played bass he played the guitars he sang and then there was a couple moments where kim was like dude i'm not playing that yeah he's like i you can play that, but like I'm not going to play that.
0: When Dave Grohl came in, though, he started really what? driving that. Yeah, and band. they talk about that because they, they went. Okay. They went to
1: L. A. Okay, they didn't get the deal. Yeah, because Scream he... was down there, and it was a guy that they knew in L. A. It's like you got to go check out this band, Scream. They went and saw Scream, Wait, and he
0: passed. And and they passed on Dave Grohl initially no, because
1: the band was still together. Scream was still together. They got back to Tacoma, and Chris goes into the story, and he's like, and then, unbeknownst to us, Scream broke up. And Dave was stranded in LA. That's, that's right. And so he said, and then Dave called Chris, and Chris was like, dude, can you come up to Seattle? And Dave Grohl, he said, Dave built out of pallets and plywood drum cases, and they shoved them in, in this plane. And they, he came up here and it was Chris that picked him up in a POS van. Wow. And he said his drums were packed in pallet wood. Wow. They threw the drums in the, in the deal. And then he says he has within two practices. We knew yeah. that it was the, Nirvana wouldn't could, have been Nirvana without Chris. Chris was the one with the van. Chris was the one that worked temporary jobs have any money
0: and gave girl came up and just and just slept on
1: and him and kurt got an apartment he slept on he slept on kurt's couch like a garbage dump yeah chris was the one that found their their uh, practice space in tacoma in a barn uh chris was chris was kind of kurt's caretaker in a lot of ways uh and then kurt would just do his thing so and he doesn't say that i'm saying that but when you listen to this interview it's like oh kurt was a genius clearly but if he never met Chris Novoselic and he never met Dave Grohl, he would have been that genius still in his bedroom, you know, scribbling through notebooks. Yeah,
0: and 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 read storyteller because that 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 fills in a lot of the gaps because you can't you can't tell all the stories and and that it's interesting to hear it from Dave Grohl's perspective because he feels like when it came to writing lyrics, he said he stayed out of that because he 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 said usually. That's your last day of being a drummer in a great band. It's like
1: nobody wants to hear the drummer's ideas. They
0: don't. No. You just you just drive. Watch that video. Okay, I mean, well. watch
1: it and I'd love to get your take What's on it because it's it's uh, Rick Beato is the name of the YouTube channel. You sent it to me. Okay. He just dropped this video. It's uh it's cool. Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. He does a separate interview if you really want to go deep with the drummer of Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. He does that interview by himself where uh matt is sitting behind a kit
0: all right when you're completely toast and maybe don't have a lot of food at home is there anything that you eat that you wouldn't want to let anyone know about uh do you got a dish
1: i have a just an easy one that
0: i I got a dish and uh i'll tell you about on this side of this Hey, you guys, what's going on? It's uh, Ron and Don here for Les Schwab. Yeah, we are live from the Les Schwab Studios. They just sponsor the show now for over a decade. And we are so appreciative of them. Now, don't forget they have 85 locations in Western Washington to serve you. And a lot of times, even if you bought tires from the other guy, let's say they have a flat and you pull in, they go ahead and they fix it and they send you on your way because they want you and your family as we head into the fall months, they want you guys to be happy, safe, And at some point, they hope you'll be lifetime customers. And don't forget it, Les Schwab. It's just not about tires and wheels. They do so much more, right, Ron?
1: Yeah, they do steering, suspension, batteries, and brakes to add to the safety of your outings. Plus, maintaining those parts can help your tires last longer and your vehicle run better, improving your miles per gallon. Les Schwab is here for you. Just stop by and ask for your free pre-trip safety check, or you can schedule one online right now at leschwab.com slash Don. That's Les Schwab. They've been doing the right thing since 1952. When the Martin family wanted to buy a house in Seattle for their son, Connor, after he got out of college, they turned to Ron and Don. Sent
0: a message in their little portal. Got a message back within about five minutes from Don, and he set up a phone conference for about a half hour later. About
1: two days later, we were out
0: touring houses with him.
1: Before they started working with Ron and Don, the Martins kept getting outbid.
0: They just didn't realize how competitive the market is. But the guys worked tirelessly
1: to find them the right house and then came up with a winning strategy to get it. You see, If we go in at this amount, we think we can, we think we can jump ahead and have people close before uh, they intended to. Because sure enough, it worked out. I don't think we'd have this house if it hadn't been for Ron and Don. And now their son has the perfect place for him and his two dogs. And the Martins say they couldn't have been more impressed with Ron and Don.
0: I think both of them said at some point, when we were apologizing at how many houses we looked at, said, we love looking at houses. They didn't hesitate to jump in and make this the house for
1: us. It, they seemed very enthused for a, you know a deal to get done and for us to be successful. And that felt really good. They were passionate and they, they were just honest and straightforward and uh, no, everything's great. Uh, you know, I definitely would recommend it. And if you're ready to buy like the Martins or sell, your journey starts with a Ron and Don sit down at Ronandon.com. Thanks for listening to the Ron and Don Show. I'm G-Force O'Neill. The real brains of this operation. Hey, Dad, can we go get a sandwich? All right,
0: you guys, welcome back. We've all been there. Maybe you don't have any money. You didn't get paid. You're in school. Uh, Well, if you're in school now, you don't have to worry about that because Joe Biden uh, paid off your student loans, so you should have money for food. Uh, But... Sometimes you're just at home. You don't have a lot of food. Maybe you're hungover from the night before. Whatever it is, maybe you've been up studying all night, and, and you're hungry and you want something to eat. BuzzFeed throughout this question. Hey, guys, let's be honest about some of the effortless things that we throw together once in a while in the kitchen that maybe we're not proud of. But we kind of like it. It's filling, and and it gets us through the day, the week, the month, or the year. So BuzzFeed asked this question, and I went through, and I read some stuff that people were writing, and I was laughing out loud. And then some of the stuff like this one, number nine, I'm like, that sounds pretty good. Uh, Number nine, uh, what I like to do back in the day when I was a student, and I was out of money, and I was up studying late at night, and I was super hungry, I would boil spaghetti noodles – I would drain those, and then I would sprinkle sharp cheddar shreds all over the hot noodles. I would stir until melted. Then I would sprinkle in salt and pepper, and you're done. Easy, cheesy pasta. That is pretty good. I think I would eat that, you guys. I really would. Uh, Here's another one. (laughs) That I just think is great. <laughs> you can tell a lot of these people are pretty hungover. Uh, this guy says my go-to dish when I was living alone, working three jobs and going to school. I took Annie's mac and cheese. My son loves that. With extra additions. I don't know what the extra additions are. Do you? with Annie's? I, think that's mac- a, a- I get Annie's mac and cheese with extra additions. Then I add, I wouldn't eat this. Then I add in a package of dried tortellini. And then I add in a bunch of frozen vegetables. Then after making the cheese sauce, I mix it all together. I add a can of tuna. Ooh. Oh, 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 my God. <coughs> oh, man. Uh, it sounds weird, but it had enough flavor variety. It didn't get boring. It was easy to reheat <laughs> when I didn't feel I like moving. I don't know about Who that. Who reheats tuna? i bet your you mom have, would reheat tuna. i know i bet you didn't have any roommates when you reheat reheat tuna anyway what do you what do you got what's a low effort run-up shawl meal what do I, you got?
1: i saw this one this is my this is not meant to be hoity-toity but i saw it in japan yeah it's called uh and i hope i don't butcher this name tamago and this is it's it looks a little bit scary at first but try it so if you go to uh have you ever been to h mart downtown there's, it's like an Asian market. You go, to, go oh, I mean, to,
0: yeah, I've been to, I've been, I've been to the Asian market. I go to the one over in Bellevue. Any so. Asian
1: market in the little spice aisle, they're going to have a tamago spices. Yep. And so they come in a shaker can and it's usually got like sesame seeds and bonito flakes and all kinds of stuff. Sometimes some spice. All this is, is you cook rice. So take some white rice, put it in your rice cooker. 15 minutes later, it's rice. You take the bowl of rice and you take a raw egg, or you can even take two raw eggs. You crack them right in the middle of the raw ice. You take your your, your uh, shaker thing that you bought at the Asian market, shake a bunch of that stuff on there, and then you take your chopsticks, and you stir it as fast as you can. Wow. You just start stirring, stirring, stirring. You just stir And so it doesn't necessarily scramble the egg, per se, but it almost scrambles the egg. And... Uh, You're looking at me weird. No, no, no. If you have like an onion or something.
0: This sounds like something you would pay $50 for in a fine dining restaurant. It's rice and an egg. I know. It sounds like something you would pay for $50 in a fine dining restaurant. Like
1: I have a couple onions outside. I'm growing some onions in my little makeshift garden. Take a little bit of the green onion, chop it up, put it on top. You're done. Like it's literally 15 minutes.
0: That sounds too good for this segment.
1: It's, it's do, rice and a raw egg.
0: You didn't do your work. Yeah. It's,
1: it's delicious. You should this, try
0: it. This is what I make. Uh, I go to the store. I don't like washing lettuce because it takes a long time. I don't like drying the lettuce. Homie don't have time for that. So I, get, I love to go, and I don't like splitting the lettuce. I don't like doing any of that stuff. So I get the pre-washed lettuce, uh, and I usually like the romaine, and I dump that in a bowl. So Did you got get the, the romaine bag in a with bowl. all the
1: stuff already. Then in there? what
0: I do is I make pre-made guacamole, and I take all the guacamole and I just shove it on top of the romaine. Then what I do. Is I get like a, a whole
1: tub of guacamole, a
0: whole tub on there. Yeah, it's good for wow, it. it's good that's for a lot it. of guac. You should eat an avocado a day. I don't know if you do. Have I you had a, an avocado. I eat I apple or? a day, eat avocado a day. Then I take uh, uh, fried noodles, fried noodles just out of the bag or out of the can, like like Choi. This is the, the, wow, Midwest the, calling. Yeah. I dump those babies on top. The
1: cardboard canister? Yeah,
0: yeah. I dumped the lechoy oh, in there. I haven't
1: had those in 25 and then on years. To- and then
0: on top of that, you know, I like to say soy sauce, and then I add soy sauce to that, and then I just cut it up with a knife and a fork. I eat it with a spoon. It's freaking amazing, especially if you – and you like. You know I like to say Italian uh, salad dressing? At well, you are really mixing little, all the cultures here—a little here. Italian salad dressing. You got all the cultures. You got, Doesn't that sound good, though? You got
1: Mexican. You know what? You got Asian. You know what? You got Italian. I, I you put made made soy sauce and Italian. I dressing? invented
0: it myself. I didn't fly. You 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 said that because you want us to know you traveled and international. try it
1: because you like scrambled. You, you try, know what? I'll Don't try, try yours. It. You try mine. You're not going to like it because the eggs not fully cooked. Yeah. You'll be know, like, yeah, this is grouse. Is that fully hardcore? My
0: favorite thing, and I've told you this story before. I'll take 15 seconds. My brother, we used to come home from football practice when I was in high school, and my mom would still be working. A lot of times, you know, you have four kids and a mom, you're just you you go through a lot of food. So my brother would come home, he'd be very hungry, and he could just eat like a beast, and even though he was he was a bean pole at the time. And he would go into the freezer, and my mom always had leftover uh, pie crust, frozen pie crust. He'd take the frozen pie crust, and then he would just go in my mom's cupboard. and he'd just start dumping things in there. So, so cherry compote, lima beans, whatever he could find, uh, frozen Tell vegetables. Tell me
1: you didn't do cherry compote and lima beans.
0: Then he would take another pie crust and stick it on top. He would put it in the oven at 350, and he would cook that for 50 minutes. He called it surprise pie. You take that out. And boy, what a surprise. <laughs> what a horrible surprise. We will see you on this side of this.
1: Hey, it's Ron and Don here with Mitch.loans. His last name has now been changed to .loans. Hi, Mitch. Hey, how's it going? Should people be obsessing about interest rates? Like, we, you, if you watch it day to day, it goes up, it goes down. It's It's gone up quite a bit in the last six months. Is that a good thing to fixate on if you want to jump in the real estate game? You know, it isn't. It should not be something that's blocking you from buying a house for two reasons. One is that rates are supposed to go down in a year. Um, so buying a house
0: now with a little less com- competition is a great thing. And you can always refinance out into
1: another loan. This is the thing has cracked me up a little bit. Like, people were asking... Escalating over list price, sometimes by hundreds of thousands of dollars, but the interest rate was low. So the mentality seems to be, well, I'll pay 200 grand more uh, because my interest rate is under 3%, and yet I won't pay list price now because my interest, so maybe I'm going to pay an extra couple thousand dollars instead of an extra couple 200,000 dollars. You're absolutely right. That is not the way to approach it. And no, you
0: can still get some really good deals out there. And it is there are all sorts of creative ways to lower your rate. Now there are different products we can help you with. And so no, now is a great time to buy. And it's great that you can finally make an offer with contingencies and, you know, have some power back.
1: All right. He's Mitch Weeks. You can get a hold of him at Mitch.loans. Uh, ask him about that Ron and Don deal. It's Mitch.loans.
0: All right, you guys. Welcome back uh, to the Ron and Don Show. I don't. Do you do you read these articles about eight things that you should do so you don't die when you're 50? And I think you read more things. of them it, than I do. You know what? It's 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 the same story, and they just they just, just And I can tell you at nauseum. It's 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 it, 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 it is. Uh, sleep
1: better. Well, drink sleep more water. sleep
0: over seven hours. So every time I wake up and I've only slept like five and a half hours, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to die tomorrow because I didn't sleep. It happened to me. My son and I just did a little vacation. As soon as the sun is up, I'm up. No matter what. Even if I have it's blackout always, shades, when the sun is up, I'm up. What? It's always
1: drink in moderation. Drink in moderation. Extra size. Get eight hours, seven, eight hours of sleep. Drink lots of water. water yeah. Be easy on the coffee. Yes. Uh, but drink
0: But drink coffee.
1: But drink coffee. But, but drink be coffee. easy on the coffee. But not too much coffee. And I don't know what. Like some, a couple of other ones. Yeah. Cold, uh, cold, 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 cold plunge. Like do no, the-
0: that's usually not it. It's just on the basic ones. And, and you got to walk and go walk briskly. 10,000 and steps. Watch and- of salt and do it. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Anyway, some good news if you live in Washington State. Uh, this is kind of amazing to me. They say when it comes to life expectancy around the country, we rank number one. For really? A, yeah. For a lot of us oh, over of the age of 80. One. You're not going to believe who rank like 50th.
1: It's either it's going to be New Mexico or Mississippi.
0: New Mexico, Louisiana, Mississippi, they are all Always. Alabama, they are you, you if you Louisiana it's like 72, 73 years old. I I was amazed you could be that old in Louisiana after living there because if we would have stayed there much longer, I wouldn't be here doing this podcast. I would be dead by now. If I if I would have stayed You gain
1: there. Five pounds by the time when you get off the airplane. By the time you get to the your luggage yeah. carousel, you're arriving. Yeah. You've already gained five pounds.
0: Yeah, and you ask people there, you're like, why don't? Because you go to Louisiana, you're like, why don't you do shots? They're like, we don't need to do shots. You guys do shots because the bars close at one, and you want to get as drunk as possible so you can get lucky with a girl before you go home, or she wants to get lucky with you. The bottom line is here, we drink all night because the bars are open, and we just keep going, which they really do. We it, found that it out. was Crazy. Uh, and you said here's a something
1: you, you never said, hear in Louisiana. Hey, Don, you want to go for a hike? <laughs> never heard that.
0: I used to invite my friends to my Saturday morning spin class. They'd all commit to it. I'm coming. I can't wait. I never had one friend yeah. show up. My uh, and, and and then, and hopefully this will be my home away from home, uh, Hawaii. You brought up Hawaii? It's got to yeah. be a top five. They rank number two. Good.
1: Yeah, yeah, Hawaii's good.
0: Yeah, it's interesting when you look at dating sites in Hawaii, a lot of the people there, especially a lot of the women there, they get on the other side of 50. They don't drink, and it's not because of, of, uh, they're alcoholics. They just see it as a toxin. It's not good for them. And plus, when you live in a culture, in a, in a place sometimes, where uh, I met a young lady there that had she had two children. She's a single mom. She had two kids. They go to the beach every day after school, and they go surfing. Uh, you try to hire a contractor there, and if the waves are good, He's not coming that day. He's just not. He's not going to show up and build that wall or frame that house cuz they're out to, and it's not like they're somewhere hungover. He's 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 out surfing. So it's it's a, I love it over there cuz it is a, a a very active lifestyle. So anyway, hey you guys, thanks for listening to the Ron and Don show. Thanks for allowing us to be your broadcasters, your friends, and your realtors, don't forget, Ron and Don, we do get more for your door. We protect you when it comes to other realtors and they come after you. And we also want to make sure, want to make sure you don't spend too much money on rehabbing that house. Other realtors will have you spend so much money because it's easier for them to sell. Plus, you're trying to drive price, then get a bigger commission. And you know what? we don't do that. And don't forget, you don't have to live in Seattle. Uh, we have sold homes and purchased homes this year in places like Des Moines and Woodview Island over on the east side of- Shoreline. Finham. What's that? Shoreline. Yeah, all over the place. We're everywhere, you guys. Magnolia, Queen Anne. Mill so-
1: Creek, what up?
0: Yeah, so if you need us, just reach out. and Ronanddonsitdown.com. What if somebody needs a buyer playbook or a Sultan, playbook?
1: do not- If you live in Sultan, do not call me. I'm not- Every time I go through that- Call me. Call me. Don's handling is our Sultan representative. Yeah. Always a traffic jam. I don't know what is up with Sultan. Okay, you guys need to add a lane or something. Something is going wrong in Sultan.
0: Yeah, and if I can have a reason to go out to Cle Elum, just let me know. I just, I just was out there. Owens Meats. Have you been there? I've not. It's the greatest butcher shop in the world. Nice. Yeah. It is insane. I'm Ron oh, insane. at
1: Ronadon.com. He's Don at Ronadon.com. The website is sitdown.com You are listening. I've always wondered, do we have actually have a Ronadon radio you're network? Gonna, you're
0: gonna lock it out? Yeah, go, go, w- Who's it. in the network? I'm gonna let you uh, we're on the network.
1: Oh, so we are the Hurry network.
0: Up. My son, the pizza's here. We're only only the
1: Ronadon Network, which I guess is us.
0: Radio Network.
1: Radio network.
0: So, say so you're listening to the Ron and Don show only on the Ron and Don but radio network. I'm saying
1: network. who else is on the network. Let me see, let me hear it. Who else is on the network?
0: Everybody's on it. We're, we're live.
1: Okay. <laughs> I guess we have a network now. All right.
0: We'll see you next time, you guys.
1: your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet, and we'll see you next time. Only. 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 On the Ron and Don radio network.